Dewey Dudes, season four, episode five. We have a longtime follower, first time guest, Chicago native, uh, longtime editor at Into the Gloss and Glossier's brand strategist, and a very close uh, personal friend of ours. Oh, very uh, close to first friend yeah. of ours. <laughs> I, do, I do feel like I've been with y'all since the beginning. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're day one. Yeah, exactly. You're definitely a day one. A big, um, big part of our success. Oh, we need to say it's Emily Ferber. Emily Ferber. Emily we Ferber. Always, we always forget the actual name. We're always just like, oh, right, because we're already staring at each other. Right. Oh, exactly. geez. Oh, shit. oh, we love Damn, it. Is that, old? <laughs> is that a home line? I mean, yeah, it is. Oh, fuck. No, this is cool. I like it. It um, makes it real. It's authentic. <laughs> so I'm in my parent. Oh man, this is so annoying. No, it's, <laughs> no, it's, it's good. pretty fun. Because my d- so I'm in Chicago right now with my parents. Oh mm. man, yikes! This is so awkward. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's give it like one more ring. Okay. And they gave um, it. So I'm in Chicago with my parents only for another week. I've been here for about a month. Just figured it would, you know now is the time to spend extended time with your family. Um, I drove out here. It was a 12 hour drive. Um, have never been in the car that long. And, uh, I am currently in the basement (laughs) because it's got, it's like fully carpeted and there's like a lot of soft fabrics. And so I thought it would be good for sound. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's why it sounds Um, so good. It sounds really good. (laughs) Um, I do aspire to be a podcaster. So I was like, okay, like what closet can I go in? Um, uh, and, uh, there's apparently an old timey phone down here. Yeah. Uh, And my, my mom is, I think at the grocery store, my dad is in my childhood bedroom, which he's turned into his office and he's probably on the phone. So Mm. there's some, (laughs) uh, I think VHS is in the back. Um, I think they're mostly DVDs and Blu-rays. Okay. Uh, we have, Maybe every DVD. That's it. every DVD. We have every all movie. of them. You guys have your own little collection. The Ferber we, collection. I mean, there are some behind the computer. There are more upstairs. Um, my brother is very, very into film. A cinephile. Um, mm. Big cinephile. A lot of movie posters down here. And my favorite thing is to ask him about some obscure film that we definitely own. And I, he can find it. He can locate it in like 30 seconds. Damn. And like run oh, and wow. get it and Is bring got, it to me. So he has like a system. He has his own like Dewey Decimal system for it. He does have a system. I don't know what the system is, right? Mm-hmm. So like you look at them, they're not in alphabetical order. They're not in in chronological order. I don't know that this is interesting to your to your beauty list. Oh no, they love it. <laughs> yeah. They love they it. Trust they, me. They have to listen yeah, to it. Skin and beauty the first, cinephile second. Oh, definitely. Um, There's definitely a crossover there for sure. Yeah. But yeah, there is a system. I don't know what it is, um, but honestly, when I'm here, I stream. So, so let's get into like a quick catch up. Maybe we can talk about how we met you. I can't remember. I mean, I know I probably met you guys through Lauren. Right, met us through Lauren. Yeah. I know where I was first. I met you. I think Amelia was there too. Maybe I don't know if was I was there. Blind, I don't blind, think Amelia was there. Yeah, I wasn't there. Blind barber in yes. the West Loop. Yes. I remember that. And then like a week later, you were giving a talk um, at an event about like, like just, I think just beauty in general, like where it's going or like digitally. Yeah, I did a, I did a series with the Soho house, which was really fun. Um, and that was, it was really funny because I, we hadn't done anything with the Soho house before, I don't think. Mm-hmm. And they like asked for like a promotional image 
And so we sent them my headshot and like my headshot was like in the elevator at, <laughs> at Soho House oh, for like the month of June, which RPR like oh, quickly yeah. like learned for future events. Like don't do that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I gave, I gave a talk on, and I was going to review it before, before I came on, but I figured like, why not be fresh? Um, about why, like sort of like the social beauty boom and mm-hmm. why it's turned into such a movement as content has become more democratic. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, it's because beauty is like the ultimate personal narrative because mm-hmm. it is so close to you that it's become a very natural way for people to share what feels like very intimate aspects of their life. Um, and really like everybody does have a beauty routine, um, which is something that I learned even before I was on Into the Gloss, um, because I I was a big fan of Into the Gloss and I wasn't a beauty girl. Like I remember interviewing, um, with the founders of ITG back in 2014 and they were like, so like, are you into beauty? And I was like, not really, but I'm like a huge Into the Gloss fan and I've read everything on the site and like, Mm -hmm. I know what everybody read, what everybody uses. Um, and to me, that was like the first site that really showed that like beauty is really compelling and you can learn a lot about people and you can, beauty can be for you if you, if it's done right. 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 If it's talked about in this way. And so I think it's really become like this, this snowball, which I think is actually like, it'll continue to be interesting because I think that beauty is going to, is going to continue to be like very front and center to how people share mm-hmm. online. Like you can even tell, like, I feel like, like beauty, Instagram, beauty, YouTube, obviously big, obviously influential. Right, yeah. I feel like beauty TikTok is about Holy to shit. like, Oh man. Blow yeah. everything out of the water. And I find myself like very overwhelmed by it. <laughs> what do you um, think that is? What do you feel? What's the overwhelming aspect of that? Is it because there's like a generational divide? Like not trying I to think call that, you old, like, at, like, I think we had sort of like this beauty boom that started like happening in 2013, 2014. And it's mm-hmm. only gotten bigger. And as Gen Z has sort of grown up, they've grown up with beauty being a very important part of their lives. Yeah. Um, and I think that what we will, we won't, I, this is, this is all just like me, like trying to be like a trend, <laughs> I don't know, trend Setter. forecaster, Forecasting. which I'm not. Um, but I think like, again, beauty will continue to be really important personally to a lot mm-hmm. of people. But I think that brands, are going to become less important mm. um, oh, for sure. or yeah. there will be fewer brands or there will be less like, I don't know. We saw like this big brand explosion yeah. as a response to the beauty boom. And I think that the market can only sustain that for so long. Yeah. Um, oh, for sure. Yeah. And that people aren't interested. Like, like what you're seeing is like the conversion of like beauty boom and like environmentalism. Right. So there's going to be less stuff, I think, Mm -hmm. but I don't think that less stuff means less beauty. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I think, um, and I don't, I'm still very overwhelmed by TikTok, but to me, it seems like the least brand centric social media platform. And it's like the most engaging and interactive one compared to Instagrams or, you know, blogs or whatever. So Mm -hmm. it's like, yeah, it's the most like interactive thing people, beauty enthusiasts have had to go on log on and, uh, you know, find a like people and engage with them and create their own content on. Yeah. And I think that like TikTok in a lot of ways is sort of like at, 
at once about the collective and about the self. Um, and I think beauty is obviously one of those things that can at once be like very collective and very self-focused. Um, and so they're, they're super well-matched. Um, but I will be honest and say like all of these like hypotheses that I'm sharing are like, (laughs) like not like, I don't, I don't spend a ton of time thinking about this and I should probably develop this a little (laughs) bit more. Um, but yeah, I, there's there was this great quote. Um, the the woman that does "I May Destroy You." She was on the cover mm. of New York. I, I forget her name. Like Michaela Cole. Cole? I don't know. I maybe great maybe edit out me not remembering her name. <laughs> yeah. Um, but um, she was on the cover of New York Magazine, and she had this great like bit that she wrote about like the "Look at Me" generation and how mm. like it's this generation of people that feel like nobody's paying attention to them. And so we will pay attention to ourselves um, wow. and then broadcast mm, that's really that. Yeah, I, I mean, she's clearly a genius. Yeah. Um, oh, for sure. And that was what I really took away from that article, though the article is immense and, and well worth the read. Um, anyway, uh, that's how I think about beauty and TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> it's ins- well, you know, the, uh, like seven hours ago, as of right now, uh, New York Times, like, published this article just about like how gen z like views beauty and what it means like for the future but it's interesting what you said about how you i mean again just a hypothesis that like the future entails like um fewer brands um more focused on environmentalism uh like sustainability but it's it's funny because like on tiktok like when people are listing off the routines or like or i think about how gen z engages with skincare I mean, and it's kind of been like this for a while, but it's like they don't give a shit about the brand. It's all about ingredients, which I mean, yeah. it's, like, it's like that's been the trend for a long time now. But I think as they engage and they understand their, um, you know, they're, you know, to a degree, like I imagine Gen Z, like grew up in, during a time of like economic precarity and like they understand that um, in order to kind of focus on themselves or at least like express, it's kind of like, that beauty routine needs to be something that's, uh, they, they like demand authenticity and transparency. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which I think is like obviously challenging for brands. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I know that, but you know, it's exciting and it's scary. And I, what, what I always think about is sort of like the brands that are, the brands that are newer to market get, a lot demanded of them, um, more so than brands that are a bit more, I I say like grandfathered in. Yeah. So like, uh, you'll see sort of consume, like, because, because the brands that have been grandfathered in, like have never expressed any interest in talking back to their community. And so there isn't the expectation that they'll listen, but the brands Mm. that are newer who say that they listen and do listen then even more is sort of expected of them, right? It's yeah. like, well, you're help holding yourself to this high standard. Like, we're going to hold you to an even higher standard. Mm-hmm. Um, right. So, I mean, I don't think that that's stopping anytime soon. Yeah. You know, yeah. and I think that there, there, what there will be is, I think, like this push and pull of market share versus social share, right? So like brands yeah. that have an extreme amount of momentum on social and in like the social and digital conversation versus like, and this is to address one of the questions that you guys sent me earlier, but uh, we're a little out of order. Like, 
I went into an Ulta <laughs> over the weekend mm-hmm. and like, I can't even remember the last time I went into an Ulta, but I was looking for, you know, a product that I didn't want to order online. And I mm-hmm. wore a mask and it was responsible. It was fine. It was very not crowded. Um, mm-hmm. But I was like, oh my gosh, all these brands that like I know about, but I don't pay a lot of attention to have like a lot of space on the shelves. Mm. And so that like, it's, what's interesting to me is I exist in this, like, at least with beauty, like I exist only in this digital realm Yeah. Um, because I don't really go shopping for beauty products partially because of my job um, <laughs> and what I have access to and what I get sent to me. Um, and then it's like, oh, right. Like most people are shops. Well, not anymore, but for a long time, people were shopping in, in stores. And so like, you kind of don't need to have this, this digital storefront. If like you have the counter space at Nordstrom, um, and what we're seeing now is obviously like an acceleration in a different direction where like, everybody's like, shit, we got to get on social. We got to get digital. We got to get like really good at digital because like, are we reopening and is anybody going to the counter? Yeah. Um, which obviously is not like a new idea, but it's been like the, the fast forward button has been pressed. Yeah. The e-commerce is more important than ever. Yeah. So, and like that, that that digital reputation like is Mm going to start to like follow you around, I think a bit more than like, right. Cause we live online. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's funny that you walked into an Ulta recently and wait, so the brands that you said that you noticed had a lot of, um, like space. Um, yeah. Are they newer brands or more like... Yeah, like, well, so I guess it's like a combination of I was really seeing in person older brands that are taking like a new approach mm. that feels like way fresher. Like mm. it, there's there are Neutrogena project, products or CoverGirl products that are, you know, they're not they're not the newest products, but they're clearly taking direction from some of these newer brands, right? So they're changing direction. Um, And then also like, I saw brands like Mega Babe, right? Which like, to me, it's like, I know Katie. And like, I remember when she launched and to me, it's like this little brand and it's like, no, she's like in, in Ulta, right? right? Um, And, you know, same with Target. Like you think about these sort of brands that feel like upstarts to me. And, and because I know their PR people and I know their founders and I remember like their first press event. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh, you guys are in Target. Shoot. <laughs> right. Like, that's, that's like okay. serious. Yeah. Like, um, or like Flamingo. Like my mom was going to Target. And I was like, can you pick me up a Flamingo razor? <laughs> they're, they're a Target, which is oh, like yeah. super convenient. Oh, um, yeah. I mean, the, the strategy of like partnering with these wholesalers is just like, it makes a lot of sense for mm-hmm. just getting into... Uh, well, you know, I like I mentioned Ulta just because I, I as I was reading that article on the New York Times, um, like that's the most top of mind, uh, I guess, retailer for Gen Z that goes like Ulta. Ulta. Yeah, then it goes Sephora. Okay. And, and I just didn't realize that because it's like I've only been like like you said you're like that was the first time I was in an Ulta in like yeah years, but I, it's just kind of funny how you would you just said that and I read that like that's like becoming the top of mind retailer. Yeah. So they because they have quite the swath of different brands. You know, they've got right. like your drug stores brands yeah. and mm-hmm. they've got, you know, your your higher end situation. And they've um, got like newer stuff too. Like I mean Yeah, like- and they yeah, they and they were when I was there, there was a, a store associate who was setting up like a tower of the ordinary 
Oh. And I was like, is this going to be the moment where I try the ordinary? Oh, you haven't tried it? You've never tried it. Uh, You're not missing out. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I, I, like, here's what I'll say is that, like, I know a lot about beauty. I know a lot about ingredients. I really understand routines. I really understand skin without being a professional. Mm -hmm. And I still have a hard time parsing the ordinary. Like, I still struggle with how complex some of those products are. Um, And I also personally, and I have friends that one of my one of my good good friends um, and and a newer into the gloss editor Ali Oshinsky, she's a big ordinary fan, mm-hmm. right? And but I don't want to play chemist in my bathroom. Yeah, that's just be, not for me. That is, that is the ordinary. It's like right. look, mm-hmm. we're giving you the ingredients. Like, exactly, let's, let's and like sometimes I'm just up, like, ah oh, yeah. man, like I don't know. Right, just I don't know what arbutin. Yeah. I don't know what arbutin is. Oh, I don't either. Yeah, like I know a lot of things. I don't know that one. Yeah. I think maybe it's sort of like an antioxidant, but like this is just me guessing. Right. Well, it's funny too because I feel like, all right, just judging on like our like people who comment in our posts or like researching something online for a podcast or like going on to like Reddit skincare addiction and like realizing how many people out there are so invested in knowing all these things. Mm -hmm. Because I'm the opposite. I'm like, yo, I'm just an enthusiast. I don't, I mean, I should maybe like try to aspire to be a little bit more of an expert, but like, I mean, I know the basics. That's the thing is, I don't think you have to, like that, that's where I get, that's why I actually like, am not super embroiled in, like there are a lot of beauty communities on Instagram. Let's, I'll take Instagram because Instagram's my preferred social media vice. Mm -hmm. Like there are a lot of different beauty communities and I, they're, they're all valid, right? Like they're all cool. I'm cool with all of them. I'm not a part of all of them, right? Mm-hmm. And I right. think it's I think it's really easy to think like, oh, the beauty community online is really ingredient centric. Mm-hmm. Like they're not mm-hmm. all like you can be a beauty lover and like not really know all of the ingredients and like you you're an expert in your own products and the products that work for you. Yeah. Like I think you have to kind of speak all the languages as a brand. You need to be able to have those markers of like, we know what our ingredients are, but like also if you're not a consumer who is super obsessed with ingredients, like you can still figure out that this product is for you. Um, and you kind of have to be able to speak all the languages. But yeah. right. I, where I get sort of heated is when like you feel the need to like have to know certain things to like be involved in beauty. Like mm-hmm. I think that's, I think that's bad for beauty. I think that's bad for people. Like you can be interested in beauty in like any way you want to be interested in beauty. And that again, like is what drew me to into the gloss where it was like, you can be interested in beauty in this like fashion centric kind of way or in this luxury centric kind of way or in this Mm -hmm. community centric kind of way or in this self-care kind of way. Like sometimes I'm not into self-care. Sometimes I just like, I don't like you can, there, there are so many different entrances. Yeah. Um, right. And that's what I'm really passionate about is like, what are all the entrances and like, how do you ensure like, how, what is big tent beauty look like? Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? It's, it's called Instagram.com slash Dewey dudes. <laughs> yes. Um, there's, it's, you know, even if you like a beauty routine of like, just not doing anything, I think that's valid too. I think all the male, like the male listeners, if they don't do shit, like, well, doing- you know, and like my, I like, I think about my boyfriend. And- oh yes, he, yes. Oh, what's he do? Yeah. Let's hear it. We were going to ask you, like, yo, what what is skincare like for the men in your life? So he, yeah. what's up? Like, we're sort of the opposite. Where it's like growing up, he had. I mean, I don't know if he's going to kill me for saying any of this, but 
he had acne, I think as a teen, I didn't know okay. him, but he has expressed this to me and had, you know, clay mass or whatever to like clean and clear or salicylic, mm-hmm. whatever to address that acne and dry it out. And now, you know, because he's a boy and many boys have just beautifully clear skin once they get out of their teens has yep. just the most gorgeous skin. Mm-hmm. Um, and is very wary of using anything oh. because he's like, we're, we're going good, right? Yeah, like we're, we're smooth sailing. We're yeah. going good. Um, like I think like his skin is like s- sort of on the oilier side. Okay. Like, so like, I think his acid mantle is probably like great. It's like it's, it's smooth sailing. He occasionally uses the Dr. Dart Ceramidin cream. Um, when he's feeling dry and I think like his a, like I'm trying to get him to use retinol more regularly. Mm. That's like, that's if I could like give anybody, like if you're, if you're smooth sailing, like you're good retinol a couple times a week, if you can take it is probably like the one next step to like ensure that shit. Right. I feel like that's that yet. Well, like, yeah, Emilio's waiting on that. Cause he's like, you know, like, I feel like, like, to a degree, we're both kind of smooth sailing, you know, because as you said, you said something really insightful, like once, obviously, hashtag not all men, but uh, when you, uh, <laughs> um, like when, when like, you know, you're out of your adolescence, like yeah. dudes technically, like their skin that has fewer hormonal, like yeah. breakouts and like cystic cysts will pop up here and there, but it's not of course. Like, to the degree that like it happens for women. Um, but yeah. uh, so like I introduced retinol into my routine like last year, but it's through mm-hmm. that like Environ moisturizer. It's like that five-step thing. Yeah. And so like, I keep always mentioning this on the pod because I have a very similar. Yeah. Well, I feel like it's really but helped like, your skin. But yeah, it's like it, like it allows me to like build up that strength in my skin now to where I can do like, you know, um, acid exfoliation like once or tw- once obviously once a week. But like, you know, um, yeah. I wasn't able to do that before because I had really sensitive skin. But yeah, right totally. Now, like, I if I feel like if you're just in- getting into skincare and you feel like you're you want to engage but there's just so much out there i feel like once you just say that mer- like that miracle ingredient like jo- well mm. joanna check was the one who really like put it to me joanna checks a facialist um and she i love her and she's really like a c and e right so you need vitamin a which mm-hmm. is a retinol retinoid right. I, there we could get into that uh, but yeah. i really you know what I'm, you know what yeah. I'm talking about. Yeah, we know. Um, that's sweet vitamin A. <laughs> that's sweet vitamin A. You need your vitamin C, C and yeah. then a vitamin E, which is often, I think, tocopherol. Like it's a very moisturizing ingredient, right? Yeah. So that, those are your like, A, C, and E is like kind of where you can live. Like you, you, with the, the, with the movie Hitch, like that dance, like this is where you live, uh, like A, C, and E, this is where you live. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It doesn't need to be so complicated. I was never into the 12 step routine. I often find myself inching towards a 12 step routine when my skin is going out of control Mm. and like I'm throwing everything at it to like get it back into control and spray and pray, you know, (laughs) 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 but yeah, like I'm sort of like, well, I just acid exfoliated and it's been five minutes. Should I exfoliate again? Or like, should I double mm. cleanse? Should I triple cleanse? Should I take another shower? Like, is it in my hair? Like, yeah, throw everything up and see. And what like, sticks. you start to panic, right? Mm. Like, I had perfect skin up until maybe I was twenty four, and then started getting acne, and like, I've developed like terrible trust issues with my skin, <laughs> which honestly has probably made me a better beauty editor, right? 
mm-hmm. used to talk about like all these beauty editors that like could put mayonnaise on their skin and it wouldn't matter. And so like, <laughs> they're like recommending stuff that like maybe isn't great because yeah. like, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. You're already beautiful. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but I definitely, I don't know. For me, it's like when in doubt, go to the dermatologist. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's sort of like really important. That, that, that took me a long time to learn. Yeah. Like, I don't, I was like, I can fix this. I have Instagram. I can fix this. And then I went to the dermatologist and she was like, have you heard of Retin-A? And I was like, and that fixed everything. (laughs) Great. (laughs) Um, but, uh, yeah. So, oh, and then like, obviously sunscreen, but I think that my boyfriend's issue with sunscreen is like, that's the thing that occasionally will break him out. And so like, Mm. he's got this distrust of sunscreen, Yeah, sure. Yeah. uh, which, which I share. Yeah. And like, it's, it's so challenging, right? Because you're like, well, like I'm not outside and I know they say wear it every day, but like right. it's breaking me out, which is making me miserable. Mm-hmm. And then I'm using more products and like probably breaking down my skin even more. It's, and, and I don't say this to have any rule, right. Yeah. Or like have right. any advice, but rather say like, yeah, I, I deal with that. And that like sucks. Cause like yeah. everybody else is trying to give you the rules and you're just like, I don't know, can I like live and like, have nice skin. Right, right. So speaking of retinol and sunscreen, yes. let's give the listeners what they want and dive into drop your routine. Let us know what your routine's looking like right oh, now. You're yeah. prepared. You've got the- got It doesn't even out. close. Oh my, I think most importantly, I have to shout out this Kuyana- Kuyana. Uh, nice. Kit. Um, this is the one that they designed with Daniel Martin, who's a makeup artist and oh. just an all around like really lovely guy. Um, and it's just like the perfect size and I have it in white leather and it is like not dirty. It like does it. I mean, like there are a couple of spots that I could probably clean, but like, it just, it's this beautiful, like, I think it's like aniline leather. Like it's really beautiful, um, and sturdy and I love it. Um, okay. Um, my big routine is at night. I, when I used to do top shelves, I was sort of like, where does your, like, when does your routine start? Does it start at night or does it start in the morning? Right. Right. And Mm -hmm. much like the Jewish calendar, I start at night. Um, so I've been double cleansing recently, which is new to me. I was never a double cleanser. And when I get back to New York, I'm really excited to start oil cleansing as part of my double cleanse, Mm. which is not something I've really ever done, but I am committing to trying it. Yeah. I've got, I I have this beautiful wonder valley oil cleanser that i want to try that's in my bathroom in new york um but right now what i'm i'm double cleansing with this milky jelly this mini guy um, the og the og milky jelly um which really does a great i i don't wear i I wear makeup probably most days not on the weekends right now but um for zoom i wear makeup but nothing like waterproof or anything Mm. um and this does a, a good job getting my makeup off um it really does it really does like melt it all um, and then I go in with IS Clinical Cleansing Ooh. Complex. Oh, damn, I have that shit. That shit's so Fan good. Favorite. It really, IS Clinical is a great brand. Yeah. Um, like, say, I always say, like, is clinical because I think it sounds Is fun. clinical? IS? I don't know. They say IS um, at, at Globar. They say IS, then they're probably right. But uh, the, this, to me, it's like if you are, if you're dealing with your skin and it's like not, like if you're d- struggling with acne or you're struggling with, with spots or melasma or whatever, I mean, I'm not going to speak to melasma. I'm not an expert in melasma. But if you're having some struggles, like you got to go with a clinical brand, in my opinion. You should probably use it like as recommended by an esthetician or a dermatologist. Right. But like, this is this is a good brand to reach for if you're 
if you got some some things going on, you like kind of want to solve them. This is like a problem solving brand, yeah. right? Not yeah. all all brands say they want to solve your problems, but not all brands like can solve your problems. And yeah. Ice Clinical has not really. I used to use the Active Serum like religiously. Oh, it's so nice. Um, I read that. I read that. Yes. I had a really funny thing. I wanted to say this. Um, I was like, as we were doing our oppo on you. Um, yes. I was Betting like, me? Yeah. You. yeah, I was just doing some research. We found a few products. We were like, this stopped my acne. And I was like, well, hold up, Emily. Which product actually stopped your acne? I know. I, that's like the one thing where it's like, so this, this is what I will say about that. Oh, skin skin okay. changes, right? Correct. And if there was a miracle cure for acne, like those people would be very, very rich. Right, like there's a reason that dermatologists still exist. You've heard and of proactive? Like, <laughs> I've seen the memes, guys. <laughs> seen them. Um, but it's like every like everything works up to a point, right? Yeah. And I was using IS Clinical, and it was going really, or the Active Serum, and it was going mm-hmm. super, super well for a year, and it like really made a difference. And then COVID happened, and it kind of mm-hmm. stopped. Um, so I'm not saying that it doesn't work and I'm not saying it won't work for me in the future, but it was not, or at least I don't, something wasn't working. I needed to, I needed to like sort of to, to make a change. And so go back to the lab. Yeah. Like I still have a million bottles of it at home. I'm not giving them away. I'm keeping them for me, but (laughs) like right now I, I, I needed to assess. I needed to reassess for a moment. Um, so Cool. So after, it was unfortunate. So after, after I cleanse, clinical. after I after cleanse you, at what? night, I use my Retin-A Micro uh, 0.08, which is like fucking heavy oh, stuff. Damn. What's this that is, brand? Sorry. Uh, this is prescription strength retinol oh. for oh. heavy hitters. Oh. This, I did damn. not start with Real this. Heads. I started at a lower dosage okay. and I have worked my way up to this. Right. Yeah. Um, this really did stop my cystic acne. Okay. Right. The acne that I get now is of a different nature. <laughs> COVID, but, COVID uh, acne. Yeah, COVID like infected papule acne. Fun. <laughs> um, this stopped my like deep under under the skin cysts that don't pop. Okay. Um, it did for sure. Um, so I use that. I a couple of times a week use solution. So this is what I sort of replaced my active um, serum with, um, which is a ten percent AHA, BHA, PHA. Um, resurfacing treatment. I use it a couple of times a week. I don't use it every day. Oh, I use, I'm using this more at the morning, in the morning, but sometimes at night, Glossy Super Pure. I actually think this is like, this is gangbusters, guys. This, recently this product, back in stock. Recently back in stock. This product kicks butt. Um, it's just like, and like, obviously I work at Glossier, but like, it's really well formulated. Okay. And the thing about ingredients like niacinamide and zinc is like i think naturally you want to go to like the highest percentage and that's not always the right thing to do like you want to go for the formulation that works the best um and what i will say is what what i think about this product is like if you like there are a lot of ways to fight acne obviously and like a lot of them are really stripping and really harsh um and they're not great for everybody this is like the gentlest way to fight acne on like a daily basis that's also going to give you like that nice hydrated feeling because it feels like water. Um, and so I, like, this is, this is the guy when like, you don't want to like go in with this three times a week. This is, i sorry, I'm holding up solution. When you don't want to like use your retinol twice a day and you don't want to use solution like three times a day. Um, yeah. 
like you want to add super pure, which is going to like calm everything down. Um, yeah, this guy's great. Cool. I love, I love him. Um, and then, oh, my new thing. Oh, so gosh, I'm not going in order, but that's because I'm a very disorganized person right now. Um, so I have acne and also really dry skin. So I actually love this Aven Sickle Fate restorative skin cream. It is paste. Oh. It is French paste for baby butts. Basically. <laughs> um, and I smear it all over my face and my skin loves me for it. This is like what allows me, like if I if I do all my other like acne things, this is like what allows the skin to heal. Right. Okay. And it okay. gets like you get in like this sort of like bad loop. And I just got out of this bad loop where it's like you get a pimple and like you pop it and then the stuff around it gets infected. And then like, mm. not only are you fighting the infection, but like your skin is broken and like all of that stuff. Yeah, like this lot. is what allows you to kind of like speed up the process. In my opinion, this plus a couple of drops of the, um, Melanie Simon serum C, oh, which serum is C. A, a super powered vitamin C that is oh. not light um, sensitive, but rather water sensitive. So you have okay. to put it on dry skin and then you have to wait 10 minutes for it to sink in oh. because if it gets, uh, if it touches water, it doesn't work anymore. Yeah. Um, but it like that plus like a heavy duty moisturizer is what really allows me to like speed up my healing process. Okay. Got it. Um, so you're like working with a smooth canvas, like much quicker and like, like literally you can see like things like kind of scabbing off and like leaving, leaving the room, um, which is really nice. Um, and then recently I've been like, I really need to heal. So I've been padding in like two drops of this less L E S S ritual serum, which Uh. is, um, which is an oil. Um, and I literally, I put two drops in my hand. I rub my hands together and I press them onto my face. Yeah. I've heard really good things about less. Yeah. It's one of those ones I've been dragging my feet on. I've had the products for a while, Mm -hmm. but like when you have so much, like it just, it gets really really hard to like figure out like, what, what am I trying? What am I not trying? Like, what do I need to change? What do I not need to change? What am I changing just so that I have something new to write about? Right. Yeah. Um, which is a dangerous game. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Have you like, have you had, what do you have like a horror story of one thing that you did? Like one thing that you switched out, like that you're just like, man, was it, was it, was it even worth it? That writing, all that. I mean, like, Every other month, I feel like I deal with oh, that. Yeah. Like, why did I change that? <laughs> right. Well, at um, least you know, like you have your, um, you have your like go-to products for fixing that, right? As you're saying. That yeah, the- yeah. But like then it's like you know, I, it comes to the end of the year, it comes to the end of the month, and they're like, "What are your top products of the month?" And I'm like, "I don't oh, know the same products as last month." So that's sure, yeah. also like being a beauty editor really like sets you up to fail in a lot of ways because yeah. you're just like, oh man, you're like, looking for like new things or like a, like a new perspective on something, but. You're yeah. like, but you are, you know, things that are like tested, like tried and true yeah. for yourself. So it's, and then like yeah. the really new thing that I've added, this is what I went to Ulta for, but they didn't have it at Ulta. So I had to go to Walgreens. It's clean and clear. Oh, Ursa, damn. Ursa gel 10. Okay. Speak on it. What's, what's, okay. What's it is. The so this is not for everybody. Okay. I will start with that. This is not for everybody. Benzoyl peroxide is not for everybody. It sounds it intense. Yes. So benzoyl peroxide is an acne medication ingredient um it is a peroxide product it's probably real i don't know i'm not a scientist but like related to like hydrogen peroxide Mm -hmm. right like it really it kills bacteria in a very serious way but it also like peroxide can bleach so like it can bleach your sheets it can bleach your skin it can bleach your hair um so it's not like a whitening thing 
It's not, I mean, at least for me, it's not, a, I don't use it as a whitening agent. I don't know that you can use it. As, I mean, you could okay. probably use it as a whitening agent. It's not hydroquinone and it's not meant, this, this is not like, this is not for skin bleaching. Sure, sure. Yeah. This is for killing bacteria that's living in your skin mm. and causing you to break out. Okay. Um, and I, people I follow on Instagram have been talking about it for a long time and I've been ignoring it. And then I was having... So like, kind of have to think about, you have to be smart about your acne, all right? You gotta be, you gotta think about like, what kind of acne are you experiencing and what is the best way for me to solve this acne? Because not all acne was created equal and whiteheads and blackheads are very different from papules and pustules and cystic acne. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, I've been using spot treatments and other acne treatments that are really good for blackheads and whiteheads. Mm-hmm. I don't have any blackheads and whiteheads because I'm using all these acne things that are really good at eradicating those things. But I continue to have pustules and papules, which you really need to, like exfoliation, at least in my experience, isn't super great at solving those things. You need something that's going to kill the infection. Okay. Um, so, so I how's smear it a little. Out? Um, really well. Okay. And it's $6. Damn. Okay. Damn. And like, I don't use that much. So like this little tube, which is uh, one ounce, um, I feel like will probably last me a really long time. It expires in 2022. So. Um, Maybe when the pandemic's over. <laughs> when the pandemic's over, I'll get a You'll new tube. But anyway, yeah. I've been, I've been having like breakouts sort of like in the same spots. Like I get clusters of them and I'm sort of like, okay, like am I just like passing the infection from pore to pore to pore? Mm. And so like I smeared some of this on mm-hmm. and like, knock on wood we're smooth sailing again so we're we're hopeful um then i have some makeup any uh sunscreen sunscreen i bought brought because i knew that i'd get canceled if i didn't oh Oh. yeah no we're not yeah but maybe (laughs) i don't know yeah you're not so anyway if sunscreen i I, l to md beautiful yeah Yeah. um they make a lot of different ones I like a lot of them. I like the hydration ones that have hyaluronic acid. I like this one. It's got niacinamide. Um, they've got tinted versions. They've got full mineral versions. They've got combination versions. A little something for everybody. Yeah, nice. Um, but yeah, I prefer this to any of like the brands that are a bit more, Call shall we out. say, well, well-branded. Well-branded, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, things yeah. that look, things that like label, like pretty yeah, label. Yeah, I, I, just Gen Z aesthetics, you know. I yeah. trust them. Yeah, I yeah. trust him. Yeah. Um, and then, oh, I have to shout out this guy. So my, like, what I'd love, oh, this guy was open. Shoot. I'm going to have to clean oh, that. Shit. <laughs> it's a little packet. They come in little packets. Ugh, it's gross now. Um, it's called Derm Institute Antioxidant Hydration Gel Mask. Damn. So if I could, like, dream up a product, it would be, like, a serum that just, like, gets rid of redness and post- inflammatory hyperpigmentation that shows up as redness Mm -hmm. um, because that's my issue um and this is a gel mask you can use all of it or you can try and ration it and then forget that it's open in your i never know that always happens to me yeah um because you can like if you use it as a moisturizer you can kind of get three uses out of this little guy why i don't talk about it more is because i don't love the single use situation. Mm. Oh, um, not great for them. So I don't talk about it more. I wish they would just make it in a pump. That would be great. Yeah. I've been thinking about emailing them that. Um, cause I would buy that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, 
I just feel like I wake up with a lot less redness when I use this. And it like feels very thin and serum-y, which um, feels like it's good for absorption. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. And then I got a shout out to other things, if you'll allow me. Yep, Skincare go off, things. Go off. Mm-hmm. Let's go, let's go. You don't want makeup. Okay. Rayol Beauty Miracle Patches. These okay. are the best okay. zit, zit stickers, pimple got patches. It. Yeah, you're, you're very game. knowledgeable on uh, pimple stickers. I'm um, yeah, there are two that I like. I like these. R-A-E-L, Rail. Um, you can get them on Amazon. Um, they're just like the most invisible and the best sticking ones that I've found. And mm-hmm. I'm not like, a, I'm not a novelty pimple sticker girl. Like I like them to be invisible. Yeah. Um, personally. Um, and then the other one, Zit Sticka, their original micro dart ones for like deep cystic ones. They do work. Damn. They do work. They don't work on, again, but it's like what kind of acne? Like if you have Mm -hmm. cystic, like deep, hard bumps that either hurt or are not going to come to the surface, those are your guys. If you have like a papule that you've like popped, don't use one of those. It's not going to help. And then I got to shout out the Ceramidin line from Dr. Jart. I haven't seen that in a long time. I, I, they, so... I love it. I like my, my boyfriend uses the moisturizer. The moisturizer is great. I prefer the sheet masks, which, um, I buy in bulk on sale when I can find them. Um, and I feel like, again, like they just, they help with redness for me. Um, it's all about, it's all about that beautiful acid mantle. <laughs> that beautiful acid, <laughs> acid mantle. mantle. You gotta, you gotta worship at the acid mantle. Wow. That's the name of the episode. I love right that. There. Yeah. We're, yeah. Or, uh, church or, or uh, cool, yeah or, i don't know we'll come up with something <laughs> yeah well not a lot of a lot of knowledge i know it. shit yeah we're um, running a little short on time i know i'm sorry we no it's no, okay should no, we it's good should we try out this quick new segment or should we go oh, to the do we do's and don'ts i think you should try out your new segment if it's bad okay. um we can kill it and we yeah. can, I can just warn you about this cut but it's it out. not it's really okay so it's it's, it's called it, um this or that it's a working title okay this is uh First time oh, we're doing wait, wait, wait. It. Can I talk about one more thing? Oh, oh shit. shit. Yes. Yeah. Oh, Go ahead, my mask. Girl. Your mask. Damn. So Fuck. I have the the Dr. Jart like LED mask, which if Nordstrom is still having a sale when this comes it's out, I'm pretty sale. sure it's on sale. Okay. Um, so it lights up with red light, <laughs> oh blue light, and red and blue light. Damn, we're in the club. Um, it does it in three bottle minute service. intervals. It's it has bottle service for your face. How much yeah. does that one cost? Um I uh, I'm, you know, I she was like, "I got this shit for free." I'm thinking of right. I'm thinking of gift. I'm, I'm thinking of gifting it to someone. Oh, that's um, a really good gift. Fuck, I should do that. It's like in the two or three hundreds. I think it's one of the oh, better shit. priced. Yeah, okay. LED masks, right? Really like Neutrogena use, made one you know? that was very affordable, but yeah. I think was debunked as like not necessarily working. Yeah, I feel like this you should one, splurge for for something like this, right? If like, you're gonna like, do it. You know, like there are plenty of people who buy the new face, right? Mm-hmm. And that's a couple hundred. Like this is like in that. I mean, like I, I, I bought the Dyson Airwrap for six hundred dollars. Like there are beauty purchases that yeah. like do pay for themselves. Like I was going to Dry Bar every week, Damn. and like you can do the math and figure out like how quickly right. does something like that pay for itself. So if you're getting facials, uh-huh. or if you're no longer able to get facials, like this to me, like the red light's killer. The red light like really does. Like it feels really regenerative. Like definitely makes my redness go away faster. Makes my shit yeah. feel faster. Yeah. Um, the the blue light you have to use really really regularly if you're going to use it on acne. But like 
all my all my like facial angels like Joanna Check and Joanna Vargas and like Joanna Melanie Vargas. Simon and all of yeah. those guys like they are into LED and I trust them so I am into LED. Yeah. That's kind of how it works. Do you feel like you're using that every day? Um I some, sometimes I do and sometimes I don't, right? Okay. Like right now I'm trying to use it every day and I like to do the blue setting and then I do the red setting. So I mm-hmm. do six minutes or sometimes I'll do like two sessions of the red setting. Um, if I'm, if everything's going as planned, I forget to use it, but like, yeah, it's like really easy to like scroll through Instagram and use it for three minutes, or six <laughs> minutes. Like, yeah, I, I don't know. I, Man, I love it. And I think that if you're like looking to like, I don't know. I feel like everybody's like doing like more at home facial stuff. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. if you're looking for a way to like get those professional results, like this is a good, this is potentially a good one. Like this, like the new face, one of those zappy guys, the electric yeah. current guys from the, the, I mean, they're like 20 bucks on Amazon. They break immediately, but yeah. like single use. What's up? Single use, <laughs> single use uh, zappy guy. Yeah. Nice. Okay. okay. This or that. This okay, or this or that. Um, I'm just gonna rapid fire throw two product names at you, and you have to choose oh one or the other. Okay. Uh, no explanation of your choices needed, but if okay. you want, you can say as much or as little as you want about the product. Okay. Okay. We only have four, so it's easy. Okay. First one is SkinCeuticals Vitamin C Serum or Melanie Simon Vitamin Serum C. Melanie Simon. Melanie Simon. Yeah, I as no, clinical. She's- Go ahead. Okay. Yeah. No. Sorry. Oh, speak Mel- on it. Melanie. Speak on Melanie. It. Melanie's a, a, an evil, crazy genius. She's. <laughs> she's. I have maybe never met someone so obsessed mm-hmm. with skin and advancing technology and skin as as Melanie. And the the serum C works. Like that's okay. what I will say. And I, I actually was having this conversation with my friend Lizzie Haynes. Um, Earlier today, she used to work at Glossier and now she's a facialist in North Carolina, I think. Yeah. And um, she was asking me about, about Serum C. And I was like, this is what I, what I said to her. Is I, I recommend it to brides when brides come to me and they're like, should I be getting facials before my wedding? And yeah. I'm sort of like, I don't, like, facials to me, like if you have a good relationship with someone or if you have a problem that you're actively trying to solve and you like trust that person, mm-hmm. like sure, go for it, do it. It's, it can be very expensive. Yeah. Serum C is expensive too. It's $200. Yeah. But if you're talking about getting six $150 facials right. or getting like one $200 serum that theoretically could last you like six months because you're using two or three drops every couple of days, like... It it works if you're looking to get that brightness and right. like that evenness in your skin. Yeah. Um, it really does feel like it supercharges my skin to like be like the best more energized be. yeah. and, and bright. Like it really does work. It's a challenging product to use. You gotta read the directions. Okay. But it noted. Yeah. So that okay. that guy. Like if you're if you if you want it, if you want to do it right, like see so Melanie Simon. Do Melanie Simon. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, next one. IS Clinical Reparative Moisture Emulsion or Marie Veronique Barrier Lipid Complex. Oh, um I I think I I I would personally go for the um IS Clinical on that one. Right. They're both good. I I I I just personally like the IS Clinical one better. Okay, cool. But Heard. I know a lot of people who like I I feel like oh my gosh like I don't want to I don't want to insult anybody but no 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 they're, no, both, they're, they're both, both great good. I just personally like the the emulsion yeah the reason why we pick these is because we support both of them ah okay. okay moving on Joanna Vargas daily serum or Vintner's daughter 
active botanical serum? Uh, very different product. I know. I know. Damn it, personally, no. <laughs> very different products. I personally prefer the Vintners. Yeah. Um, I had a sample of it. And, yeah. I, damn. I, so the, the thing that you got to know there is like one, I believe the daily serum is water-based. Okay. And obviously Vintner's daughter is an oil, right? Mm-hmm. So like you just got to be thoughtful about like when and where and how you're using a water-based product or an oil, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so theoretically one could use both. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I'm, I'm a Vintner's daughter girl. Yeah. Great stuff. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Last one. Augustinus Bader's The Rich Cream or SkinCeuticals Renew Overnight Moisturizer? Um, I gotta say, I, I, so Augustinus Bader is not something that I use regularly on my face. Um, just because I've got my routine sorted and I feel like it's really a good anti-aging cream, which is not something that I personally see results in right now, partially because I use a really strong retinol Mm -hmm. already. Um, but I would say that Augustinus batter, the people who use it, love it. Um, and I was talking to someone recently who had a baby um, so she was pregnant and now she's breastfeeding mm-hmm. and she can't use retinol or, mm-hmm. or would prefer right. not to use retinol. It's not necessarily recommended when you're in that part of your life. And yeah. she is seeing similar results to cool. her retinol with the batter cream. Damn. And so I was, I was very happy to hear that review. Um, so I would recommend looking into that one. If that's yeah. the kind. again, like you have, when, whenever anybody says like, what should I use here? This is like my most important thing. Whenever anybody asks right, me, like, up, oh, folks. Listen. Ugh, like, Emily, what should I use? What should I do? I'm like, take a step back. It's not about products. It's about mm-hmm. you, right? right? What's your goal? Yeah. What are you looking to achieve? And then you find the products that help you achieve that goal, as opposed to saying, like, well, everybody's using the Vintner's Daughter, so, like, I guess I need to use the Vintner's Daughter as well. Like, I don't know. Like maybe that's not the product for like the result you're looking for yeah. or that's not the hole you need to fill in your routine. Right. So I always take a step back and I, I always ask, what's your goal? Uh-huh. That's like the biggest, you have to ask yourself that. And it feels like a lot of people like don't attack their routines that way. Yeah. Um, they get, and this is like what I was talking about at the beginning with like the beauty boom and like everybody feeling the need to like have these cult products it's like, right. it's not really about the product. It's about like, what are you trying to do with the product? Yeah. Um, so that, that's the, that's what I always ask everybody. Yeah, great. Now I know how to pronounce it correctly too. How is that? Augustinus? It's Augustinus Botter, I Botter. believe. Botter. Right. He's German. German. That's half the I, battle with these products. So you have to like, <laughs> I always, pronounce YouTube yeah. name. Yep. Right. Um, well, we're I wish at, I could talk to you guys for two more hours. Oh, uh, <laughs> right. Like, we have nothing I, to do. The, the feelings mutual. I know, right? Um, so I guess yeah, we should close it off with the the last segment that we do. It's just real quick. We're trying do to do okay. Yeah. Um, and usually we kind of relate it back to like what we've talked about, but yeah. it literally could be anything, anything on your mind. Again, yeah, sure, this is a skincare podcast, but you know, we can talk anything really. Um, but um, I guess I'll start yeah. like based on what we were talking about. Do we? do start thinking about uh introducing retinol into your routine yeah if you yeah definitely i like it's thinking about it yeah i think that like if if 
here's like if if your skin is looking good mm-hmm. and you're like wow like i'm you know i'm clean i'm clear i'm i'm under control <laughs> um but i'd like to maybe look like this for a long time yeah retinol retinol and sunscreen obviously being mm-hmm. like the two big insurance products yeah. Right. Skin mm-hmm. insurance. Mm-hmm. Um, Skin insurance, baby. Do can I can I do a do we do? Yes. Yeah. yeah of course. Yeah, this, this is uh-huh. this is your moment. Do we do start wearing a hat? Oh. Oh, he's got the hat. I on just right started now. like two weeks ago. Yeah. So big hat girl myself. I have a lot of hats. I you can often find me in a baseball hat, uh, but I also have like almost like a Jacquemus size, like Ooh. big. Oh, nice. yeah. Big hat. Do we yeah. do wear a hat? Wear a hat. I don't yeah. need. I, I don't need a tan on my face. I man. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, I got. I got over thinking that I looked funny in hats. And yeah, I famously always wear a hat when I'm outside. Yeah, not always, but yeah, because I feel like uh, my mom really drilled that into my head as a kid because she was very, very, like, very afraid that I would get skin cancer because like my yeah. dad. Mm. has like some some spots removed sure. she has some she has like very fair irish skin so she's always yeah. when she talks to me on the phone she goes evan are you wearing a hat so yeah. I, I definitely vibe with that my mom when when i send her a picture of me and i'm in a baseball hat she's like you need a bigger hat <laughs> oh my god i'm like this hat is not enough i wear a hat when i'm driving like always always got that hat on also it's just a good sartorial choice i yeah. i think so i wear the white glossier hat um Ooh. which i recently hand laundered (laughs) with my the laundress bleach alternative and white detergent to keep it oh do we do start using the laundress bleach alternative right excellent i love it it is it Um, is uh do you have one amelia um okay well stealing it from you do we do start thinking about your skincare routine from a more personal perspective perspective what will work for you yeah like, what do you want? What do you want out of this routine? Right. Yeah. And that can be like, honestly, like the answers are endless, right? Like, what do I want out of my tra- my routine? I want my routine to be two products, <laughs> right? We can solve that. We can figure that yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, I, I, I could talk about this stuff forever. Yeah. You're so knowledgeable. I know. Right. I feel like every <laughs> I mean, time I get on this, I get, like we have a guest on I'm like, oh, fuck. Hell yeah. Like I'm learning so much. Yeah. It's cheesy. It's corny, but you're just like, damn, uh. I was really, uh, I was really grifting out here. I, I knew anything about skincare, you know. Um, Listen, but, like it's 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 all what you make of it, and obviously there are professionals and there are people who are always going to know more. There are people that know more than me, but like I just, I think it's about, like it's about you, right? Like right. what knowledge do you need to succeed, right? Yeah. And it might not be what is Arbutin. Sure. Yeah. Well, that's really funny, like, anecdote for, like, last night. Someone was like, oh, yeah, Evan's got this, like, skincare podcast. This guy was like, oh, man, dude, like, uh, like, do you know anything about eczema? And I was like, dude, I have no idea. Like, I, I do. <laughs> but, yeah, well, hey, like, now that, like, I mean, we don't have to talk about it now. But it was just one of those things where he was just, like, so, like, he was expecting me to be, like, yo, you need to know eczema. everything. I was mm-hmm. like, he was like, well, you know, like, I got on some prescription drugs and it really fixed it. I was like, Oh, that's, that's amazing. He had a little skincare yeah. journey he was telling me about. And I was like, now I know more, you know, I, I, I dealt with eczema as a kid and I got, I got an Instagram message a while ago when I was doing more on Instagram about like crowdsourcing, mm-hmm. like product recommendations. Um, and I guess I like gave someone a recommendation and I was walking on Houston in New York 
one time and some guy like stopped me and he was like, are you Emily Ferber? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, you like, you help me with my eczema. <laughs> Damn. That's and nice. I was like, oh, wow. Like, what did I recommend? She was, he was like, you recommended like a van. And uh, like, I was like, did it work? And he was like, yeah. Aww. And I was like, thank God. Damn. Yeah. That's always, that must be a nice feeling. That the armchair recommendations like will really like screw with your head sometimes. Or you're just mm-hmm. like, I'm recommending someone spend money on something for their like body. <laughs> oh yeah. It's and, so like, personal what if too. It's, what if it goes wrong? Right. Like, because yeah. it's not like it's not like clothes. It's not like fashion. You know what I mean? No, it's like, like, you're it's like, like we've kind of found out with like posting memes. It's like you know, there's a shit ton of like uh, like menswear memes out there. That's just like it's a whole culture. But like with these subverted skincare memes, like people like sometimes I think they forget that like we're not taking it that seriously. But it's a very serious topic for a lot of people, right? Um, and like because we try to try to subvert it a little bit to just be like LMAO, this is funny. And like they're yeah. like, wait, wait, should I not use that? And it's like, no, dude, like. Do, do what you got to do. Yeah. Yeah. I know people who have St. Ives in their, in their, oh. uh, I do. <laughs> you know, I know, th- I know them and it's fine. Well, like whatever. Worse, yeah. You know, they're still, you know, it still exists. They're doing so, their thing. Someone's they're using doing it. Something. Yeah. Someone's um, using it. You could use yeah. it on your body, I guess. I don't use it, but you know, well, live Emily, your life. Thank you so much for thank being for a part me. of our first Zoom podcast. Yeah. I really hope as we end this call that I get all those audio files. Um, <laughs> I'd be more than happy to re-record. Oh, no, that's good to know. Well, we, we, yeah. Well, we appreciate that. And, um, you know, enjoy uh, summertime Chicago, uh, summertime shy. Maybe we'll see you in New York soon. Yes. I hope so. I'll yeah. be back in a couple of weeks. Amazing. Yes. Well, you know, we'll have to safely hang out if that's allowed. Um, Parks are great. Um, <laughs> but until then, have yeah. a have a great day. Yeah, Thank you. You too. You too. All right. Until next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.